the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, it's a great surprise uh, earlier in the program to have Mark Levin just phone in because I'm wearing one of his sweatshirts and he was watching the blaze and he's like, hey, dude, I just wanted to say great taste in clothing today. But I had him on, and so it's kind of screwed up the whole schedule, but it's been a good uh, screw-up. We have today Michael Malice. We also have uh, Stuart Scheller. He was the guy who came out and said, right after Afghanistan, we need some answers. You know what he went through. He went through, they tried to, they put him in jail. They wanted to put him in prison. He is free now and free to speak. And he's going to be on the show here in about half an hour because I had to move him because of Mark. And we have Michael Malice on and Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit about Rough Greens. Uh, Stu, uh, Tanya and I were talking about President Miles. Uh, <laughs> President Miles is Stu's dog, Miles. We call him President Miles because he's still younger than the president he's 17 in dog years uh, no 17 and then add that to dog years so he is whew, he's he is well over 100, about 25 yeah. mm-hmm. about 25 years younger than president obama <laughs> or president, president biden. biden and yeah and he's uh uh he's also sleeping 22 hours which means he's awake more than president biden yeah we he ha- we put his bed right in front of the fireplace and we've been calling them they're fi- kind of fireplace <laughs> chats where he just kind of goes over there and he lays down <laughs> and then like two seconds and he just ca- conks out and falls asleep just like the president's press yeah. conferences just exactly mm-hmm. right exactly mm-hmm. right have we thought about putting rough greens on the president's food that's a great point he needs his vitamins and minerals he, he, does. he does he might if they sprinkle some rough greens on his food he might be active uh a little more of, you know of the day like he might that. be awake more yeah uh rough greens is uh, not a dog food but something you put on the dog's food gives them all the vitamins and minerals that they need it is really tremendous stuff it's worked wonders uh in in uh stew's household with president miles and his other what's your other dog's name piper piper mm-hmm. uh, a little golden stupid. retriever mm-hmm. a big golden retriever actually at this point yeah yeah i like piper just don't like piper's name but then what again what am i going to say my dog's name is uno so <laughs> what do i know uh they're great for your dog uh just try it you get a free bag right now if you just call one 833-GLEN-33, 1-833-GLEN-33, or roughgreens.com. Get a free bag right now, roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly is uh, with us now. Hello, Bill. How was your holiday, sir? Oh, you're talking to me? You talking to me, Bill? Well, unless I have another <laughs> bill. I, I, I mean, I don't know. You got fifty-five thousand people on the show. I got a sweatshirt. I, I got a sweatshirt. Okay. Do you? If I send yeah, it, will you wear you? it? Okay. I know Ooh. I'm going to have to send it to extra, extra, extra large. But I'll get it. I'll Whoa! Get it. <laughs> That's obviously a fat joke. No. Here I am, possibly I on my sharp. deathbed. Possibly on my deathbed with a yeah. bout of COVID, and I'm still yeah. in here slugging away for America, and you come with a fat joke. Yeah. Wow, oh, that you know, Beck, deeply. I feel your pain. 
even though yeah. I don't have COVID because I don't go out of right. the basement. I live in the basement. <laughs> right, and I'm not going out. I'm not going out for another two years. But I feel <laughs> your pain back. So I hope you get I will tell you this. Let, let, yeah. uh, look, I had COVID before there was a vaccine. So I've been on the natural antibodies. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I just had an antibody test a couple of weeks ago. And I have it now. Uh, again, this is the second time. But honestly i it's really not that big of a deal it wiped me out the first time for about three weeks i've had it since wednesday and i'm already on the rebound and i can't get any you know can't get any kind of therapeutics because we either don't have any uh or they can't come to texas or my doctors are too afraid because the the um uh the medical association is is manhandling all of our doctors so mm. but i'm making it bill i'm making it well um, i'm glad to hear that Beck. um but i'm sorry that your antibodies betrayed you um but my only have one question i think your listeners have this question too do you like hang out with covid infected people do you, do you like go to a club and we all have covid is that you know, COVID, twice yeah. mm-hmm. twice mm-hmm. are you i had it before then? there was a vaccine it's not. I had it before there was a vaccine, and uh, so I got it early. And can I then, make a, can uh, I make a suggestion? Nope. After you're better, which will be soon, I think you should walk around carrying a little bell like they used to do with leprosy. <laughs> just and <laughs> wherever you are, just ring the bell right. so people know. Oh, here he comes! There's Typhoid Beck. Uh, Bill, I just did an interview with uh, with Donald Trump. It aired yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was exceptional. He wasn't wallowing in the past, wasn't really talking about the past. I got in all kinds of heat for it because I didn't ask him a January 6th question. You know, I asked him things that I think the average person care about. Gas prices, inflation, yeah. uh, communists in every department. Uh, anyway, but I, I, uh, I was really impressed and I was left without a shadow of a doubt that he intends on running. Oh, and now... With the uh, attack yesterday by Biden, it's really personal now. See, um, if you do that to Donald Trump, if you go out of your way to try to humiliate him and marginalize him, which is exactly what Biden did for his whole speech yesterday, and people should really understand what that was about. It wasn't about bringing the nation together and saying, hey, uh, all sane people realize we cannot have this ever again. Everybody should condemn it. No, it was, he did it, look at him, he did it, so what good does that do? We all know that Biden and the Democratic Party believe that Donald Trump instigated and encouraged the riot on January 6th. Everyone knows that. So to do a national worldwide address and just repeat that again with no advancement of, hey, you know, maybe this is a good lesson that we can't be Kazakhstan because that's what they're doing this week. Um, and that we have to solve our problems in a better way. No, none of that. It was take Trump off the board for 2024. That's what so- it was about. There is also another attack that is mounting now. Uh, somebody that was Melania's uh, PR person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Tell me about I this. Know. This is this uh, this, this is attack so is amazing. Yeah, when this woman was hired, I never met her. I don't know her, but I 
I went, you know, why, why are you doing this? Now, Melania, uh, I know this to be true, um, very close friends with this woman, very, very tight. And she wanted this Grisham in the White House to be her spokesperson. And then for a little while at the end, she went over to uh, Trump to be in that communications office. But the, I, I think that whether she, what she says, I don't know. I mean, I'm not reading her book. It's a hatchet book. It's like Mary Trump. They want to make money bashing Trump. Wow. Okay. Um, so I don't really care what she says. But the sense of betrayal here, when you're that tight with somebody, as she was with Melania Trump, when you're invited to work for the White House, which is an honor, no matter who's in there, and then you turn around and you try to destroy them, oh, boy. You know, people should really start to walk away from this kind of stuff. You know, and what people don't understand is um, Jonathan Haidt did a great book. Stu, what was the name of this book? Came out about five years ago. The Righteous Mind. Uh, uh, the Righteous Mind. And he laid out the, the things that we have in common um, but are shifted. And we all have... We all have loyalty in common. We appreciate loyalty, but it is at the bottom of the list for uh, Democrats. And at the top, it's the number one trait uh, that people look towards uh, who are conservative, that you say what you mean and you mean what you say and yeah. you you stand. You're not a fair weather friend. You have this, a little dignity. You know, you know, Beck, I got to make a, I got to make an observation here. <laughs> Your analysis and and bringing that to the uh, attention of your listeners is very important so maybe you should always have covid you see you're you're more cogent now <laughs> shut up more lucid up. now so who are the <laughs> who are the <laughs> what is the candidate that could because there's a lot of republicans that i've talked to that say if he runs it's going to be the same thing, and they're going to do the same thing, and yeah, everybody's yeah, going to be absolutely. right. And everybody's going to be so tired of it, they're going to want another choice, and they just might go with a Democrat. And I cannot come up oh, with a Democrat that could no, beat Donald no way. Trump. They'll stay home. So the people who are fed up with Biden and Trump, and there are millions of them, will just stay home. But independents will, I think, if things continue along this line with the Biden administration failing on every level. And if they aren't failing on every level, please tell me what level they're succeeding on. Correct. You know, I just, the new I'm poll open-minded. I'd like to hear where the success is. But if we continue along these lines, it's going to be, okay, who is going to do the least amount of damage? I mean, that's Correct. what it's going to be. You're always going to have Donald Trump's flamboyance, to use a kind word. It's never going to go away. So you ha and, and that's a decision I made. And, and so this is personal for me. So I said to myself, do I want to go out on a history tour with a controversial guy like Donald Trump, um, where I know I'm going to get attacked? And I did. I mean, you know, but I can handle it. Um, or do I just want to pass and, and just continue to do? I didn't need to do that tour, um, but I decided to do it because I think, based upon the facts, that Trump did a good job in the four years representing the he United did. States. He did. That's what my belief. Now, do I 
like the way he handled himself sometimes? No. And I've told him that. And I told All him right, that so before. Wait. The independent, the new poll shows independence. Biden has hit an all-time low they of twenty-four, twenty-four percent approval yeah, rating. Wow. That's Whatever. unheard of. So, who is going to run against Donald Trump? Well, everyone looks like Miriam. You know, maybe Liz Cheney will run. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, on the Democratic side, far out. That's not that. Look, she's not going to win in Wyoming. She's not going to be a congressperson anymore. So she could absolutely primary Trump. Um, yeah. Big name. She can raise money. So that's not that crazy out. But if the okay. Republicans believe that Trump is not going to win, primary him. So my question is, because I think he gets the, the nomination. Uh, my question is, who do the Democrats run against him? Because they're not going to run Biden. I don't think so either, but they don't have anybody to run. So then you're going to fall back on Hillary Clinton, who's already Amen. raising money. Okay. Amen. I, I, I just said this last week. Hillary Clinton is going to run again. That's yes. who he'll run against. And she's already setting it up because she knows what a fiasco the Biden administration is. Look, even if you loathe Hillary Clinton and Bill... They have a machine, okay? They know how to govern in a sense that it's not a disorganized mess. It's not a Kamala Harris coming out and excoriating the Capitol protesters while she wanted to raise bail money for the people who were burning down cities. I mean, that's just insane. If you were writing her speech, would you really want to do that? (coughs) No. Would you really want to bring attention to that? No. You could have avoided that and said, this is a bad thing. Let's get the problem solved so we don't have to do this again. That was a speech you should have gave. But they have no awareness at all. But the Clintons do. And so it could be a setup between Trump and Hillary again. Oh, that would be amazing. All right. Back in just a second with more of Bill O'Reilly. I want to tell you a little bit about... Built Bar. Uh, I am. Uh, I have a New Year's resolution to lose weight, and uh, hopefully COVID is helping me a little bit, but probably not. Uh, I have a really hard time losing weight, um, mainly because I I eat too much and I don't exercise at all. But beyond that, uh, I still have a hard time losing weight, and I need every possible thing in my arsenal to fight because i have a sweet tooth built bar is the re it's a candy bar it really is i know it's a protein bar and it's low in carbs and uh low in sugar and and uh high in protein and all the things that you need but it's made with real chocolate and i think they should be sold as candy bars uh, that are good for you not something good for you that also tastes like a candy bar because those never work out at least for me I've never had something that was good for me and really delicious. This is Built Bar. Try them out uh, right now and and accomplish your goal this year of losing weight. Built.com. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. I am going to accomplish my goal this year, and it's going to be partly due to Built.com. And mostly self-control. But BEC15 at 15% off now. Built.com. Dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. 
Welcome back to the program, Bill O'Reilly. What uh, what do you think the big story of the week is? Was it January 6th? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big story of the week, but it's going to die. And, you know, they'll do all the Sunday shows. You know what they'll do. Uh, reprise it how terrible Trump is. Um, but if you really want to step back, the biggest story of the week was one million Americans uh, contracting COVID or reporting it on Monday. I mean, that is just an amazing number. Uh, See, I think this and, is I, I think this is actually really good, Bill, because yeah, um, I, I understand. Uh, I mean, if it's I mean, I, I think model if the South African model holds that you'll have yeah. another few weeks of this and then it'll fall off the cliff. And then so mm-hmm. many people have the antibodies, which, of course, turned on you. Um, that'll <laughs> will, will die out. And maybe some planes will like get back in the air. Um, yeah, because this COVID I think this is consequences is amazing. Go ahead. <coughs> yeah, uh, but it's not really COVID consequences. I, I think it is uh, more of the government consequences. We could get back to America uh, in probably a, a few weeks here if they would stop uh, uh, helping people stay home by giving them more money than they can make out in the I, in the private sector. I think the, um, the, I, I agree a hundred percent on that, and I know you and I have disagreed in the past. But um, if you step back on this, the best thing for the government to do now because they can't answer any questions. I mean, they can't even answer a question like, "How long does a vaccine last?" They can't even mm-hmm. answer it, so they don't have any information for us. So just shut up. You know, I told Stu a few uh, weeks ago to do that, but now I'm going to take that back. Stu can talk, but the federal <laughs> government can't because they don't know anything about COVID. You know, Anthony right. Fauci, we, we should do the pinata thing with him. He has to run through a long line and we just whack him with, you know, I don't want him hurt, but with paper or something, because this yeah. is just a farce now. <laughs> it's crazy now. <laughs> Uh, and the fact that, you know, I, I have I, you know, there's really uh, no treatments that the government is recommending or pushing or not tearing down. That's the key. They're tearing down everything that is a treatment. Well, millions of Americans are getting it. So what do we do besides isolate at home? Everything that is a possible treatment that I personally know people who have done other treatments once they've gotten it and it's helped them the government is standing in the way of i mean it is it's so clear what this government is doing but it's almost over i I think it's almost over i have to sit one out because i don't know i'm not a medical person the fda is supposed to um you know say this stuff is safe i don't know what i do my advice to everybody is get a doctor you trust Follow the doctor's advice. Don't listen to the government. I mean, you know, I'd have to give that advice to to doctors now. I'd have to give that advice to doctors now because doctors, uh, a lot of doctors are not able to do the things that they truly believe in and have seen work. Um, But what is your doctor say? Does your doctor have a solution to you? I mean, do they, they recommend therapeutics for you? My do- yeah, absolutely. My doctor got me through the first case. Uh, I, I think it would have been even worse than it was. He got me through the first case. Um, but now any of the, the other therapeutics, 
he is he's like I, again if i ride it he said i've already been threatened i think it's because he's my doctor um he said i've already been threatened that you know That's don't terrible. go off the beaten path it's awful it is That's awful terrible. and there are a yeah. lot of doctors that feel that way all right well, Bill O'Reilly. to an end Thank you so much uh, for being on. I'm sorry to cut you uh, loose early this week, uh, but we had a shift in the schedule because of a call with Mark Levin. Uh, but thanks a lot. We'll talk to you again next week. Bill O'Reilly, make sure you follow him on BillOReilly.com. Is no spin zone on every day. BillOReilly.com. Back in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. All right. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's Relief Factor. Relief Factor. Stu, please make sure we get in sometime the MSNBC garbage about how I am uh, a Nazi that yes. came out yesterday. Oh, that'll that be fun. Nazi mm-hmm. propaganda. Mm-hmm. It is so... It's delightful i can't wait to dig into that um but uh relief factor has helped me engage in nazi propaganda uh they were talking about this painting that was behind me during the trump special uh they called it a picture so thanks for the uh the shout out that you can't tell that it was a painting of mine and uh, not a photograph thank you for that msnbc um but uh uh i couldn't hold a paintbrush in my hand three years ago couldn't do it Now I'm painting up a storm because of Relief Factor. If you're in pain, please try this. Just try it. Try their three-week quick start trial pack, $19.95. It's a dollar a day. Try it now. 70% of the people who order, order more month after month now. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Um, our sincere apologies uh, to a guest that we had booked, uh, and we've had him booked for a while. Um, um, we, uh, we had a mix-up uh, earlier today. Not a mix-up. I, I just took a phone call uh, from, uh, uh, from Mark Levin and uh, missed the call with the guy who... Uh, had uh, I really want to hear his story was thrown into prison thrown into jail and wanted to be in prison they wanted him in prison uh, tried to dishonorably discharge him from his service he was the guy who came out and talked about uh, we just want some answers from the Pentagon we want somebody's head to roll uh, for what's been going on in Afghanistan. You remember it quite well. He was going to be on with us today. He has been uh, honorably discharged or given a general discharge, and he's not going to jail. We wanted to talk to him, but now our schedules are conflicting, and so he couldn't make it at this time. Hope to book him uh, again next week. Uh, Next week, though, is going to be a very, very busy week because we are on the Great Reset. Uh, My new book comes out next week. If you want to make sure you get a copy I urge you to order it now. Um, the first run, we ran uh, an awful lot of them. Um, this is the first time that we are 
publishing it ourselves. We are using uh, a, a secondary to help distribute because we don't have the distribution arm at this point. But Mercury Inc., um, we are doing it ourselves, uh, as in, instead of going through a publisher and Simon and Schuster. And I am free now to write whatever I want when I want. Um, I was under contract with Simon and Schuster, and uh, I can't tell you how glad I am. I, I, they were great partners with uh, for us for a long time, and then you know a Hillary Clinton guy got in and is running it, and uh, he was just, I thought, a very bad partner for us and. Because of that, we were probably very bad partners for them. But I'm glad uh, to be now in an era and have the ability to run our own publishing company and to be able to bring you the things we want to bring you at the quality we want. Uh, the Great Reset is something that was probably the hardest book we've had to write because the information uh, when we started was dribs and drabs and here and there and as we got into it deeper and deeper we saw how much of it has already been done where the foundation is it is the biggest story in the world because this is not just about america this is about the entire west and i believe this is the biggest story for human civilization perhaps in a hundred years and no one is really talking about it and there's a bunch of conspiracy theories that could take you offline. These are the facts. It is loaded with footnotes so you can go and verify everything. I always tell you, do not take my word for it. Verify it yourself. That's why there's all kinds of footnotes from the original sources. But this is critical that we understand and we share with one another this information because we are the last line of defense. We have to be able to share this information. And if you are listening to us overseas, if you are listening to us anywhere in the world, I urge you to get the Great Reset. This is not an American story. But people in England, France, Germany, Switzerland, Africa, even Asia need to understand. And all of the prime ministers, all of the presidents around, are they ran on the same horrible slogan that joe biden ran on which is build back better that is the great reset and it is not a conspiracy theory and it will change every aspect of your life that is not hyperbole and if you don't stop it now by 2030 it will be done i fear that it could be done uh in the next 12 months if we hit another massive crisis and the Great Reset people, the Davos people, the World Economic Forum just held a conference on December 6th on how they're going to deal with an, a global economic collapse. And uh, and it's all Great Reset. It's all Great Reset. Please pick up my new book, The Great Reset. Please also, if you order it online, Make sure you're ordering the right book. This is for the first time in my career this is happening. There are dummy books called The Summary of the Great Reset with Glenn Beck. There's no way anyone could have written a summary because they haven't, the book hasn't even been released. Do not be fooled. Make sure you click on The Great Reset by Glenn Beck, period. It's a Mercury Inc. 
book. Uh, okay, we'll have more on that next week. You didn't pop on uh, maybe Chris Hayes to do a little promotion for the book next week, maybe? Or what's what's your plan on that? I don't know. I think he's done a really good job of promoting my art, my art, yeah. and my art skills. <laughs> he is. This is a great story because uh, Chris Hayes, the MSNBC host, who, you know, I've heard various things about Chris Hayes and that, like, maybe he's a, a kind of a sane member of the left. Uh, you know, I've heard people that we, you know, we like say that, you know, he's much more sane on, you know, his show and podcast than he is on Twitter. I don't know if that's that's uh, accurate or not. I don't know him very well, but I don't know him at all. So, yeah. So so he uh, tweets, I guess he saw a clip of you in doing the Trump interview um, and mm-hmm. you had the way that Trump interview worked for, you know, whatever it's worth behind the scenes. You had taped the interview in December before the holidays and we're planning to be the first interview to come out uh, in your, on your podcast where you do weekly interviews and you're going to release that the first week of the new year. Now, of course, you got sick uh, and were unable to kind of do the full show around it that you wanted to, but you had recorded a couple of like lines to introduce the interview, basically. In, that, in those few lines where you were uh, saying that you were sick, in the background is your Joe Lewis uh, painting, um, Joe Lewis, mm-hmm. Max Schmeling painting. We talked about it earlier this week. Well, for a completely different reason. Completely different reason. So it's yeah. just in the background of the of the uh, of the picture. So uh, Chris Hayes apparently sees this, and without doing one second of research, without questioning his initial instinct at all, goes out and tweets. Uh, is that a picture of Nazi darling Max Schmeling knocking out Joe Lewis on his wall? That's kind of a weird thing to have up! Exclamation point! And he links to the painting of Max Schmeling. Now, uh, and, he, and he also responds to someone else and says, that's a hell of a choice to put on your wall. The implication it basically is. being that you're, you are putting Nazi propaganda in your house uh, because you secretly love Nazis and I guess were caught on camera. Or, or maybe, who knows, promoting to the conservative audience how much you love Nazis because all conservatives are Nazis. Mm-hmm. Now, with any effort at all, this supposed journalist could have easily just Googled, you know, Glenn Beck, Joe Lewis, Max Schmeling, and seen the segment that we what did. What does that come up? I mean, I, does I, it come up? I didn't Google it. I know for a fact the video is well, on there. Um, but I mean, let me, let me not even go to that first. Let me start here. Okay. It's amazing to me that his assumption would initially be, oh, I don't know, Glenn Beck must love the Nazis, right? It's not, there must be a story to why you would have Max Schmeling d- knocking out Joe Lewis on his wall. There's got to be a story. How do I find out what that story is? If I tweet something, I'll look like an idiot if there's a story that explains it, right? I, that would be my my thought like if i saw a left-wing personality chris hayes in the background he's got a giant wonderful painting of joseph stalin i might think to myself you know that's kind of a weird thing to have on your wall but i would immediately think what if i don't know the story i better google it to see if i can figure out why he has a joseph stalin painting on his wall so he does not bother to do that he just tweets without thinking without a second of thought about it without a second of research about it and, of course, doesn't look for the fact that you did a segment on national radio just two days earlier explaining exactly what the painting is. And, oh. of, of course, the painting, if you didn't hear that segment, 
Uh, let me give it's you called the birth of a champion. The birth of a champion. This is exactly what you said on national radio and television just two days before this. Uh, it's only when you it's you it's called the birth of a champion. Uh, it's it's only when you've been knocked down and counted out and received rightly deserved humiliation do you stand up and you never make that mistake again. Schmeling came back. They had another fight. This time, Joe Lewis took him seriously. He was prepared. He knocked him out in less than 90 seconds. That's the birth of a champion. That was your explanation as to why you painted this painting. And it's a pretty, I think, not only a, a, a normal conservative point to make, but a normal human being point to make that... A failure isn't always just a failure. It's sometimes the most important part of a success. That's the entire thing. You explain that at length on national media just a couple of days beforehand. Yet, we have a guy who not only doesn't bother to look for the information, but also just assumes because his political opponent likes lower taxes than he does, I guess uh, he's a Nazi supporter in secret. If that's not a good well, microcosm, mm, what is wrong with our country right now? I don't know what is. Well, um, it also shows a lack of, of knowledge. By the way, I did Google it, and it does come up. Okay. Um, <laughs> the explanation comes up. Comes up from about two years ago when I was painting it. Oh, wow. And it comes up with me talking to a, a civil rights icon. You have to Google it. Oh, wow. Civil rights icon I'm explaining this to. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, what it also shows is a lack of understanding. Why would somebody have Max Schmeling uh, on, on their wall? This is not the reason why I have him by any stretch of the imagination. <clears throat> uh, Max Schmeling uh, actually became friends with Joe Lewis. Don't know if people know that. He also hid Jewish people in his apartment uh, against the Nazis. When he lost to Joe Lewis the second time, they became friends, uh, and uh, he was he was not a friend of of uh, Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler used him for propaganda. Not a friend of Adolf Hitler. In fact, uh, turns out he was an enemy of Adolf Hitler. So it turns out I have uh, three, assuming that the ref was anti-Nazi, three anti-Nazis in that painting um but i want to thank chris hayes for making that painting now a source of controversy so it would sell for more if i decide to ever sell it it now is a famous controversial painting uh i also would like to thank everybody involved i was trending last night this painting was trending last night on twitter and i'd like to thank all of them for increasing the value and none of them questioning what hack painted it most of them said it was a picture uh it's not it's my painting of that scene um but uh i guess everybody you know everybody loves to be an art critic nobody had any criticism for the uh artistic prowess of the artist that did it so thank you for that chris hayes amazing Maybe, you know yeah, if he's I, I by the way i did google it and you're right it comes <laughs> comes up with you uh explaining the painting this is from eight months ago uh you sp explaining exactly what it is uh, also the clip of you this week comes up uh when you search for it and it's like what what does that say about i wouldn't you just isn't there a moment of embarrassment this is what i don't understand about some of these people on the left isn't there a moment where you just feel dumb when you do something something like that yeah we do 
I know, I, know I do. do. I, I mean, everybody's made All mistakes like that. I don't expect Chris Hayes to be able to watch every segment of your show and and know. And especially, he, but but when there's ever something that is so outrageous, like if he had Stalin, you were just saying, yeah. if he had Stalin behind him, I would go. Uh, there's something more than yeah, that. There's no the way he's got Stalin here. behind him. What's exactly. the story? Uh, and I always feel stupid when I do stuff, and I always point it out when I do stuff like that. We'll see if Chris Hayes uh, is uh, is a decent human being at all, um, you know, and decides to correct himself and apologize to me to assume that I would have Nazi propaganda <laughs> for a Nazi reason. Uh, all right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is my pillow. Amazing news. You're just a just a tiny bit of typing and a mouse clip uh, click away from having the best night's sleep you're ever going to get. I've talked about my pillow, talked about all of their products. Um, their uh, pillows are tremendous. I got the large, but I'm, you know, muscularly obese. <laughs> uh, and uh, and all you do is you put two fists through the end of it. I don't know how it works, but it stays fluffy and not hot all night. So you're not waking and tossing and turning all night. The best thing also is their dream sheets. They have Gaza, uh, Giza dream sheets. <laughs> Gaza dream sheets will blow your mind. The Giza dream sheets are very, very soft. The Giza dream sheets uh, now are on uh, special. It's two for one, buy one, get the second free. It makes them unbelievably reasonable for, honestly, the best sheets I've ever slept on. That is not hyperbole. That is not in the copy points I'm supposed to say. That is how I really feel. The softest sheets I've ever slept on. It's the Giza Dream Sheets. Use the promo code BECK right now, 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Get these great radio specials at MyPillow.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're really glad you're here. I think I have about exhausted my voice today, but I have uh, Michael Malice on next. Uh, I also have somebody who is great. Stu, you had on uh, last night um, talking about January, uh, January 6th and just taking it apart piece by piece. Uh, ben Weingarten? Was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had him on last night. Uh, he, he, they did a really interesting thing over there, real clear investigations where, you know, I think a lot of conservatives have made this point and said, like, you know, what's worse, uh, January 6th or the, the, the George Floyd riots? And they're different events, but I think, you know, really both bad. And why don't we treat them both like they were really bad things? And how do we compare them? How do we understand them? Well, they went through and did all the background research and decided to find out the scale of both of these events as well as some others to try to compare so we can have some sort of understanding as to which it's fantastic which situation was bigger uh, bigger effect to the country it's pretty amazing stuff we have that coming up do not miss a second of today's program this is the glenn back program